Exit. Exit. I just came back from the dentist. All four of uh, my wisdom teeth are forming cavities, so I get to get them all out. They're going to rip them out of you? All four of them at once. I've got four dentists and they're all gonna grab one (laughs) tooth. They're gonna quarter your mouth, man. Yeah. (laughs) Welcome back to Exit Tainers. Uh, Freeman uh, is becoming the one free man uh, because aside from uh, having glasses and some facial hair, uh, he just beat Half-Life. Oh, that's where you were going. (laughs) <laughs> I was a little lost on that. Um, I did beat half 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 life. I'm at half life right now. Um, uh, I beat it. I did it. It's been a long time. Like I started playing it in December, and then I stopped playing it you've for been, a very yeah, long you've time. Yeah, you've been like picking at it for a while now. I have. Let's see, I'm opening my Google Chrome very slowly, but I have, like, ten games that I'm currently, like, rotating. Oh, me too. And by rotating, I mean they're all on standby until I beat Tears of the Kingdom. But they are, you know, they're being worked on. But Half-Life, I, because for, uh, I am playing uh, video games for a college class, a video game analysis class, which is very fun. And we had to play Portal 2, and so I was just, like, looking at my backlog, and I was just like, shit, like, I'm, I think I'm almost done Half-Life, so I was like, I'll finish it. You were just on a bit of a Valve kick? No, I don't care much (laughs) for Valve. Are you enjoying Portal 2, though? Yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna be going back to play it for a while, but it is, like, of all the games on my list, it's I'm gonna go back and finish it when probably when the course is done mm. in August. Um, right, because because the, the stuff on this list you're only meant to play like the first few hours of it, and then yeah, basically just the tutorial I played up until um, Wheatley um, gets crushed by Glados, <laughs> and that was fun. And then I was like, I think I've had enough of this game. Um, so I will get back to it eventually, but right now, currently, I have The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, Fire Emblem Engage, Pokemon Violet, Moon, Final Fantasy VII, Fire Emblem Awakening, Portal 2, Pokemon Platinum, Fire Emblem Path of Radiance, and Pokemon Blue These are all on the go. fucking RPGs that take like 40 hours each. I like Minimum. I, I like an RPG. RPGs are my bag. Bag? In your bag? You never seen Austin Powers? It's not my bag, baby. I've never actually seen Austin Powers, no. Dude, we gotta watch Austin Powers. That'd be so fun. So I... many of those jokes you can't say anymore, and for good reason. <laughs> but the ones that you can say are really funny. There's a bit where he has to do a K-turn in a really, really small hallway. I, I've seen that bit. And it's the funniest shit in the world. I, my backlog currently consists of, um, if we're talking about strictly ones that I'm playing right now, 
uh, Cyberpunk 2077, Spec Ops The Line, Twilight Princess, Metroid Prime Remaster. We'll talk about that in a bit. Uh, Stanley Parable Deluxe Edition, Jedi Fallen Order, Red Dead Redemption 2, Sekiro, Shadows Die Twice, and Metal Gear Rising Revengeance. Those are all fucking long games too. What are you talking about? Yeah, not but, RPGs, but they're they're big boys. See, I think I'm just thinking of how you play RPGs, which is you do absolutely everything. Yeah, what's the point of not doing absolutely everything? That's <laughs> what it's sometimes there for. the everything isn't as fun as the main elements. Yeah, and then I don't do that. But every game that I've played, I've liked. <laughs> Everyone. I've liked every well, single game. Let's talk video about Half Life. Yeah, Let's talk because, about Half-Life, which I don't like. Because as, like, don't listen to him for a second, but um, I do I, like if, I if, you're, if you know me at all, you know that I'm a massive, massive fan of the Half-Life. And uh, right. Freeman is not really a shooting game type of, type of guy. I'm not good at them. So If I'm, you'll remember back in episode one or two, I talk about how I play like a grandma, and it's still true. I beat Half Life playing like a grandma, and I played it on hard mode. For anybody who questions my, I still don't work know ethic. why you did that. Because I, it's the hardest difficulty. So, any time that I go back and play it ever again, it'll I'll have a better time. See, I just don't like like older games like that. The hard difficulties are very often not actually about the challenge, but just about making it bullshit. So I imagine you yeah. died a lot more frequently than you should have. <laughs> absolutely and i feel like most of my deaths quote unquote which were like just resets probably just came from i took more damage from that encounter than i would have liked and i don't know what's coming up next so i'd rather try again because i know i can do better and i know so then it then it became like min maxing my health (laughs) which was you can't say that with half life (laughs) But I did. I did it. Listen, I got I thought I was like screwed and then I got like right before you you jump in the alien portal. Yeah. And they just throw so much ammunition and health re re ups at you. And yeah. I was just like, Oh, oh, I'm at full health. My bad. Yep. Oops. I I just I, I want I, I wanna know your thoughts about like the game as a whole, just the way that it and I know that like obviously some earlier parts of the game are probably a bit fuzzier to you, but like I'm just curious because I know Half-Life better than the layout of my own home. Like That's concerning, but <laughs> I'm glad that you do. I'm trying to think, what's it? I guess I know Earthbound like the back of my hand pretty well. You know what I was thinking about? Have you seen Robots starring Ewan McGregor and Robin Williams? Is that who that was? Yeah, that's that was one of my favorite movies as a kid. That's Anytime crazy. That I, I didn't know that that was the voice cast. Yeah. Oh, there's a bunch of other famous people in it too. Imagine. That was back when, in in the 2000s, when they just threw famous people in animated movies to make money. I mean, they still do that. They still do that. Who was who was Mario again? Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah. You remember when he was the Grinch? Anyway, in Robots, there's a really funny bit where Robin Williams is like, "Hey, I could show you around. I know this city like the back of my hand." And then he looks at his hand and goes, "Ooh, that's new." And it it's really I love that. The rest of the movie isn't that great, but that Robin Williams <laughs> has my heart, so I like that bit. Anyway, Half Life is all right. I want you to ask me because I really I don't have anything cool to say. I guess this is I'm gonna be just a very... thinking because, like, as far as 
first-person shooters of that era go, and as far as just first-person games or third-person games even of that era go, there's not... Usually you would either, you would get one of two things. You would either get something like Doom, where it's just, okay, you're starting, here's your gun, now go kill everything. Yeah. Or you would get something much more akin to Metal Gear, where there's a ton of cutscenes, there's a lot of story... And the action is just kind of intermittent. But I find that Half-Life still to this day marries those very well. And it never takes the control away from you as a player. And it always keeps you in the cutscene. Yeah, that seems to be it's like if you were to say Half-Life had a gimmick. Back then it was definitely a gimmick. It it is there are no cutscenes. The game is is continuous. Mm -hmm. And that's that's a cool concept. Even now games don't really do that. I know very often um so to do it back then in 98 I want to say yes it's very impressive um it's probably I don't okay portal is more of a of a puzzle game right of course like it takes place in the first person but it's not a first person shooter right it's a first person puzzle game and you shoot things but not shooting you make holes but not bullet holes (laughs) Uh, I remember that joke he said that at the beginning of portal 2 Anyway, thanks for even. <laughs> Half Life, Half Life is probably my favorite FPS game I've ever played. That's because I've played like three. I'll allow it, but it's definitely the best one that I've ever played. I still am not super into it, though. Of course, and that's fair. That's fine. And honestly, Half Life. I want to is... talk about it. Like I, I, yeah. I would like to delve deeper into it. Okay. I just, I'm gonna be a little bit of a bastard you said that's just all. in a in a brief comment to me yesterday you said that um you enjoyed it but you thought that there were some parts of it that didn't age well what were those yeah. parts you think um i mean the graphics is the most obvious <laughs> thing but like it looks like i whenever i'm i'm quote unquote reviewing a game when i'm like considering a game's context like I don't really care much about graphics, especially, like, given however long ago any game was made. Right. You can't hold games to standards that you have now. But it's, like, at um, least if you're, go- if you have, if you're, if you're limited by the tech of your time, you can still craft an art style, and I think Half-Life has that. Like... It looks neat. I don't like how there's three scientists. Oh, yeah, um, that was, I mean, I think that was... <laughs> you've got Black Guy, Albert Einstein Guy, and generic guy i hate generic guy yeah i wasn't a big fan um i also i i was very surprised and this is i mean maybe this is not like a thing but like there were no characters in the game like gordon freeman is a character but he doesn't he's he's silent and he you control him so there's nothing to him really you know he's a scientist um and he's good at fighting um, He's but nobody, nobody else kind of exists in that world. All of the scientists and military people are fodder for you, whether they're used to your benefit or to kill. And so I just, I felt, and, and I'm sure that's the point. I felt very alone. Even when there were scientists or other people helping me, I was just like, yeah, you're, you're gonna die real soon. Yeah. Um, or you're already dead. There's, yeah, it's always very, and 
I, I love, I've brought it up before, but the, the Freeman's Mind series on YouTube. Uh, in yeah, which, I may actually check this out now. Yeah, now like, that you've now played that the I've game. I think experienced it. It points out a lot of stuff like that where it's like, you know, um, after you have, uh, the, right before you reach the, the surface and get outside, um, the scientists help you pass the like medical machine that is, has like spinning bloody saw blades and shit. Um, yeah and then you like they they help you get out the door and they're like i'll stay here and it's like what and do fucking what (laughs) you're gonna die here for sure yeah and that's so yeah i i think that they improve on that in half-life 2 by having you know like you'll have people following you around and they are still fodder but they actually they act like they're trying to fight and they act like they're trying to do something um yeah but i guess i don't really know what to say about that in half-life one i guess they really try and portray all the scientists as cowardly um so at least that's consistent but when it comes to like the security guards they're just so gung-ho and like suicidal yeah they're literally just bullet sponges i'm just like hey come with me and then i'm just like okay so you go and you get killed by the alien, and then he'll have a little less health when I shoot him, (laughs) and that'll be nice. But I really, like, I don't know, man. The game, like, the game as a whole, I could, I could, uh, I would say it's very competently made, Mm. um, but it's definitely a shooter first, Mm. and, and like, the movement isn't great. I didn't like how I moved in the game. I love it i love 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 just being able to look i think it just doesn't feel right like it doesn't especially i'm i'm basing especially based on like the the end part of the game i really hate those fucking sproying things the the pus fill okay okay those those suck those suck in terms of movement i'll oh and you got to deal with them a lot at the end i'll give you that but everything else not happy with that maybe i'm just used to it so much because i don't play that game without like circle strafing and uh bunny hopping yeah you're gonna have to explain what that is just doing movement techniques that exploit uh parts of the engine to uh gain more speed while you're midair um, yeah i don't do oh is that where yeah okay i accidentally discovered stuff like that where like depending on what way you're facing it kind of messes with your like acceleration yes yeah so yeah i did that like towards the end i was like when the, the sprungy things were bouncing me i would just kind of flail my mouse yep and i'd go in a different direction and i was like hmm I wonder if there's a way to exploit this. I couldn't figure it out though. What you're meant to was, do is if you're if you're moving your mouse to the left, you hold A so that you like move to the left. And if you yeah. press D, you move your mouse to the right. You you press the button corresponding with which direction your mouse is moving and you don't it's, hold W. It's DI in Smash Brothers. Holy shit. Yeah, basically. Um Hell yeah. See, that's all you would need to say to me and then I'm in. Well, because but doesn't I DI just, literally mean directional input? Yeah. So yeah, but it's that's, specifically the direction that you want to go. You push the opposite. Yeah. So yeah. it's the opposite of DI. It's ID. Um. Yeah. Either way, I just way, don't like how I've spent so many hours in the Source Engine that I'm just thinking about how you remember you were like, "Hey, we should put on the webcam so that we don't interrupt each other." And then we're doing it anyway. 
And then we're doing it, and then we're doing it anyway. Sorry. Okay, yeah, Source Engine. Um, I've just spent so many hours in the Source Engine that I think I'm so used to the movement in any of these games, whether it's Portal, whether it's... Actually, Portal 2, you feel really heavy compared to others. I like, I really like Portal 2, especially, like, um, somebody brought it up in my gaming class when we talked about it, that, um, you feel, I don't know if this is actually true or not, but, like, you get directed to portals, like, you know, when you put a portal on the ground and you jump into it to, like, shoot yourself somewhere? Yes. In Portal 1, I would spend, like, way too much time trying to angle myself, and I would jump and barely miss it. Like, you have to be at the perfect angle. Mm -hmm. And in Portal 2... I think they do something that sort of like nudges you so that yes. you land in it because I never miss. There is portal gravity, so to speak. Um, and that was backported into the first one at some point. Um, but that might, I much prefer that, that method. And I yeah. really, I like how, how portal two um, feels comparatively, but of course that's a more modern game. So it's, I can't fault half-life too much for it. I just don't like the, like, I don't like the, the, crouch jumping to get more distance it just feels wrong oh you it mean feels with the like i really like the final zen levels yeah it just feels like i'm maybe it's just because i'm not used to gaming with a keyboard but just like the control wasd and like trying to like i i'm just like doing a like a finger tapping exercise thing oh that's like that's like a standard man yeah that one's just you but i will agree that like the... if it was shift i'd be fine with it but well hold on yeah, it's just, it doesn't, it doesn't, like, I don't like it. it and then there are moments where, like, crouch, like, crouch jumping, where, like, you have to jump and then crouch and it, like, you fit in a little hole in the, that's above you. I don't like that. That's this is not for me. Okay. It's just, again, I'm a, I'm a platform guy. And so any platform section would appear and I'd just be like, Christ, <laughs> I got to deal with this. I imagine you like, had a great a time on the, the cliff section. The cliff section was definitely, I spent more time there than I would have liked, but I also got really good at, um, save scumming. Uh, uh, so I would just like try stuff until I figured it out. And then I would just kind of, I found, uh, I, I think I mentioned this when I first started playing half-life is really like cool with letting you just do what you want. Cause I would just kind of run past everything when I would get bored yeah. and they would let me do it. And it's like. Oh, thank God. I didn't want to deal with that. I I was so proud of that. I'm very... I'm proud of you too, honestly, because a lot of people when they play shooters get very sucked into the mindset that they need to kill everything in the room before they can progress. And yeah, that I, is a total like arcade era or Call of Duty era uh, mentality of like yeah. the game will literally not let you move forward until you eliminate everything. That's... Yeah, I... I've never liked that, and it's specifically because I'm not uh, an FPS guy. I'm never going to want to do that. Like, I don't like shooting. Shooting makes me feel bad, so I try to not do it when I can. <laughs> Dude, did you prefer to use, like, explosives or, like, the, the, the proton pack? Absolutely. <laughs> I Oh, when I got the fucking the grabby hand that shoots little uh, bees at people... Mm -hmm. Ooh, and you don't have to... There's no ammo. You could just shoot it forever. That's called the hive Made, hand. I love that. I loved using that because it was like, oh, shit, it's homing and I don't have to worry about ammo? Yes, please. <laughs> and then I loved using, like, any of the explosives. You could just throw stuff. 
because what I would end up doing, especially I can't remember. I think it's the um, the what the fucks, the invisible people. Or they just throw invisible people at you, which was very cool. The, nin- um, the ninjas. Yeah. Um, and I would get so frustrated. So what I would do was I would just throw a bunch of grenades in that direction, and then if they didn't die, I would reset. I would reset. <laughs> And I would just keep doing it over and over again until I killed one. I was like, nice. And then there'd be another one. I'd be like, all right, time to do this again. And, you know, any like any other enemy I was willing to mess with. But as soon as they were invisible, I was like, no, fuck you. I'll, I'm cheesing this. I don't I don't care. I'll be honest. I use the revolver a lot in Half-Life. And is is the revolver like the bit the the is the one that revolves? It's, it's the one below you the hand. You know what button. a revolver looks like. Yeah. It revolves. It goes. It's it's a, it's the spinny gun. I do like it. It seems to be very powerful. Yes, but you need very good aim to as a trade off. Yeah, and then I and then I realized probably way later than I should have that some weapons have a have a right click thing. Oh no! That has a cool no. thing. How long did that take? I knew it when I came back to the game. I probably figured it out like. Maybe chapter five or six. Okay, that's not terrible. Like, I was then. just messing around, and I was, like, using the machine gun, and then I was like, why is there another number next to it? And then I pressed the right-click button, and I was like, oh, that's a fucking bomb. It's a grenade launcher, Ooh, I yeah. I like that, <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I just I just found out during the final boss that the, um, the plasma shooter thing has a right-click one, and then I was like, oh, that would have been helpful so many times. The, the charge up on the Tau cannon? yeah um would have liked to know about that i really i really love hearing your interpretation of the weapons because i i know them by like their developer fucking id so it's yeah that's like cute hearing you be like the the plasma gun (laughs) listen see that's exactly this is how i picture people are when they like see rpg like enemies like oh it's the grabby hand guy or like oh it's the little mushroom fuck and it's like um excuse me his name is uh guzorm and i will have you refer to him as such from now on but at the same time i'm for art for games like this i'm just like oh it's the gun that does that thing yeah I, but this, because I don't care. Half Life's kind of at that point though, because like, sure, you have like a pistol and uh, an SMG, but the oh no, the only non-real weapon is the plasma ones. I think the right? the alien one is also pretty unrealistic, but um, all right, I'll give you that one. That's but just like. Me. But but like when I see it, I'm like, yeah, it's an alien hand. I get that. Um, if you when I see a f- fucking the 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 gun that goes and then kaboom, what's that one? That's a Spaz Twelve. Yeah. So I don't what okay, the fuck is that? You know what's really funny about that? Because that's, it's a gun. It's okay. First of all, I think all, that's my I think that's my least favorite gun because it takes so long to reload, it takes so long to shoot, and it doesn't do any damage, and I hate it. It does a ton of damage up close, but I'm imagining you kept your distance from your enemies. Oh, it does damage up close, and that's why I hate it. That's how shotguns work in the vast majority of video games. It's a slow slow Mm. mechanism, but the other thing is if you right-click with it, it fires two shots at once, which if you look at the design of the Franchi Spaz 12... (laughs) 
you'll notice that it looks yeah. like it has two barrels on the front. Oh, yeah, I always use the right click because it's just like, well, this is just better. But the thing is... I just shoot two at once. <laughs> it seems like Valve doesn't understand how this works either because that second tube is what holds all of your shotgun shells to begin with. It is not... It, it is a reserve. It is not a barrel through which gun fire is meant to come out of. I like their version better. <laughs> I also like the crossbow. The crossbow was probably my favorite. Oh, the crossbow because it was, was so goofy and silly. It was slow, but it was like if you can aim shit, you feel like a total badass. Oh yeah, pl- like the fucking the flying aliens. I would exclusively hit them with the crossbow, and it would just be like Link's crossbow training. Are you sure like, you're I not just good sit- at shooters? That's pretty hard to do to hit the alien controllers with that. Yeah, well they 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 fly around, but then they like stop mm. to shoot at you. So I just wait until they stop and then I'd fire, and it was always so satisfying because they'd have a little green stuff come out of them. So I would know that I hit them. Funk. Or you would hear the sound of the, the arrow hitting like a surface, yeah, and then I would know I didn't hit them. It sounds like a really cartoonish knife stab sound effect. Yeah, I love. See, I like weapons that are more, not guns. You like getting Any, m- get, medieval on their ass. I love, yeah, medieval weapons are way cooler than any gun can ever be, and I know that you probably disagree with that, but I just kind of hate guns. So give me a not gun, and I'll be so pleased. As as somebody that absolutely loves firearms, and I'm going to be careful with my choice of words here, because I, <laughs> I am not a quote-unquote gun nut, all right? I do not give a shit. I do not own any real guns. I have... My my politics are keep people safe and p- prioritize people's lives over guns. This is a good direction to go. So, with that being said, <laughs> um, I think guns are dumb. Yeah, I and that's my I, un- I totally understand. I just I I like the I think I just grew up playing a lot of video games that had them, and I like the aesthetics, and I like marksmanship, and that's why I play VR shooters where I just plink targets all day instead of shooting people. I do think marksmanship is cool, but I was the kind of kid who would be like, I wish I could do bow like archery lessons. Mm. I mean, I could have, but like I never like went for it. But I think archery is really cool. You know, I think there's a specific kind of skill that you need to have it mm. that's unique from any like obviously shooting a bow and arrow and shooting a gun. They're similar but different, but it's like there's a very specific like tactility. You need a, yeah, mm. it's like and it, there's something so like precise about it and so like physical because you have to like you know you're pulling the bowstring back like it's it's interesting to me you're you're doing you're working the mechanism whereas the gun works the mechanism for you yeah and then there are those insane people who would like use bow and arrows on horseback and it's like holy fuck (laughs) how did you do that i can't ride a horse or shoot bows i just you guys do both i don't know i i i don't take any issue with archery i've done archery once or twice and i thoroughly enjoyed it even though i wasn't a great shot but just my god man it takes a lot of force and i did it when i was younger so my i had tiny little if my muscles weren't tiny now they were tiny then um and the result was i was not very good at it but i digress also i 
don't know what happened, but you are only coming out of my left headphone now. So that's very cool. <laughs> so try only talk with the left side of your mouth, please. Uh, you want me to talk like this? Yeah. Yes. Oh, uh, dude. Mr. <laughs> you, you sound just like one of my best friends. And that's going to be really funny to me and my mom and nobody else. Oh, I think I sound like Mr. B. Yeah, that's... Oh, that's about right. Anyway, Half-Life is all right. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> I think it's... Uh, I think it's an all right game. I think, I think it's not for me, and but I can appreciate what it does. I think when I review games, it really comes down to, like, can I respect the game? Even if I don't like it, and if I do like it, can I explain like exactly what it is that makes me enjoy it so much? I sincerely believe. Finish your thought. Half Life is really just like a, oh yeah, I get this. I get why people like it. Mm-hmm. It's just absolutely the opposite of everything that I enjoy. It's I don't like shooting games. I don't like aliens. I don't like creepy stuff. I don't like scary stuff. I don't like being in first person. I don't like anything the game has to offer, and yet I still enjoyed the game because I can acknowledge it's a well-put-together game. I think that Half-Life 2 would still not be perfect for you, but I think you would enjoy it more. I believe it, and I own it, so I like. it's going to happen. Yeah. I'm going to play it. Whether it's a I'm year from not... now, two years from now, decade from now, it'll happen. Call me when you play Mother 3. That's on that's that's on the short list at this point. Honestly, you got to call me though when you do it cuz it won't be the same otherwise. Motherwise. I really like Motherwise 3. Terrible, awful. I've been playing Metroid Prime Remastered. No. Have you I want to talk about something else. Have you played Prime Remastered? Or have you played Prime? I played Prime. Okay. I played Prime. Have you... I played up to the um was it Orphean Frigate? I I wouldn't know. I I I started playing. Dude, you don't know the names of things <laughs> in Metroid. I know, I know. I've, I've never. I I tried playing. Hold on, I'm looking up Prime One emulated. Oh, is it just the the crashed space pirate uh, ship? It's the very first stage, and there's the alien in the tube, and you got to shoot at it, and then Ridley comes and fucks you up. Oh well, then and then you lose all your powers. That's hilarious. The, and then the game starts. That's as far as you made it. No, I made it to the the next. There's like a planet you go to, and there's like caves. Yeah, that's Talon. Yeah, I made it to Talon, and then I got distracted by something else because I was a boy. Okay. Yeah, and 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 Metroid is for girls. Yeah. That's why there's a that's girl. The, that's in the, the suit. fun thing. That's the fun thing about uh, I think a, a good parallel to make between um, Metroid and Half Life. Um, they're both orange, and I want to fuck the main character. sit with that for a minute don't like how he has the same name as me though so i've been playing metroid prime remastered i will say like just off the tops if if nothing else is cool about this game it is the best looking game on the switch full stop i don't doubt it It was the best looking game on the gamecube when it first came out yeah i'm kind of astonished by like the 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 lighting and the particle effects and the texturing they they use some really interesting techniques to uh, make sure that you know you, whatever 
you can see it if you're really looking for it, but the details only render on what you're looking at and how close you are to it. And I know that that's not revolutionary, yeah. but I think they've just optimized it incredibly well for this game and for this hardware. Yeah, you got to remember, this is the Switch we're talking about. This is 2017 Nintendo Switch. 2017 handheld console hardware. Nintendo. Very important Nintendo. Nintendo. They don't do graphics. So, yeah. They haven't done graphics since the Super Nintendo, I think. Yeah, it was shit, man. Actually, that's a lie. The GameCube was probably... I think the GameCube was the best-looking system in that era, yeah, yeah, wasn't it? must it? have been, like, the the on... I don't think it was the best-looking, but it was... I think PS2 had it beat by a little bit, but... I think graphic... Like, it could handle the most. I think... I literally think the GameCube would have done amazing if they just didn't make them the little tiny discs. Oh, the GameCube was great anyway. Dude, we had Melee and Metroid Prime. What more do you need? No, I know, but, like, <laughs> it, the GameCube was one of the lowest-selling consoles. Yeah. So, like, literally, if they just made them regular discs instead of the little tiny ones, I think it would have probably... I don't think it would have outsold the PS2, but it would have been better competition i and i have to say this as somebody that's far removed from it but maybe maybe i'm just crazy but i feel like nintendo wasn't super certain of their identity at the time and i think they wanted to try and compete with that like young adult audience or young like like teenage audience that xbox and playstation was grappling for and that's why they were going for you know melee with a, a bit of a grittier look and they were pumping out first person shooters in metroid prime and uh what's the other popular shooter that was on the friggin gamecube i'm gonna forget it it's gone resident evil i think it was, i'm probably it's not first person, i'm probably i'm probably thinking of re4 but yeah either way yeah i think i think it probably came down to the n64 how many um companies lost interest in nintendo mm -hmm. And so I think with the GameCube, they kind of doubled down. We're like, "Hey, we're like, we're we're cool again. We're not using we're not using cartridges. Yeah, we're back to we're 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 up to we're up to date. We're cool again." But it's still they were lagging behind at that point. Yeah, and then they went gimmick central, and then and then here we are today. Which is wild that the Wii was, I guess. You know what? No, I don't know why I'm saying that the Wii was wild because it just made sense. It was like, here's a TV remote. You can play video games with it. And it was, oh, and, and whoever designed it was a genius. And then it came back to, um, that there was a, like a focus on family friendly content once again. Right. Uh, so I think that that was like the one, two punch of why the Wii was so successful because yeah, as a Nintendo fanboy, like I, I can't, you know, I can't defend every single thing they've ever done, but like, <laughs> I can't. Even I don't think Nintendo's ever made a. Well, they've never made a bad console though. They've made consoles that undersell, and they've made consoles that are unique. But they've, I don't think they've ever had like a bad thing. You know what I mean? Like they've done the weird Virtual Boy stuff that never took off, but that was never meant to be flagship. Like the only one that was like they were nervous about was the ds they didn't think the ds would be a thing so they said like oh this isn't going to replace the game boy and then it replaced the game boy <laughs> like every other thing that they've done where it's like hey this is our this is where we're putting all our stock into like is good they've made good systems or maybe they just make good games. I think well, yeah, I was going to say that to what extent is a quote unquote good console defined by 
the good games that came out alongside it to showcase it well yeah you can't a console is nothing without its games Mm -hmm. the wii u is a great example of that but the wii u was a great console in theory they just kind of shit the bed with marketing and everything else and then they refined it and then the switch was a better version of it anyway so yeah but the wii u was a smooth console like as someone who got it not when it first came out but like probably a year after it came out like it was nice looking and the games were fun it was definitely more powerful than the wii very much like it was probably the biggest leap we've had since the n64 to gamecube i think like this nintendo's next console needs to be like at 4k no no it doesn't 4k is a meme but what if it was it won't be but what if it was that'd be a real gamer move why do we speculate on things that will never happen freeman what if nintendo made a console with three screens like a like like it's you've seen the nvidia shield it's like a it's like just a controller and then it has the screen but then you have one just if you had three of those for that real immersive experience hell yeah ultra wide um i think i really miss the dual screens of the ds and 3ds I took so many things on that for granted. You tired, man? I know. Go I, take a nap. I no, no, stop it! I'm not tired. This is a very low-fi episode, this, and I hope everybody's all this right. This is with good. That. Do you want me to put lo-fi music in the back of the episode for the rest of it? Honestly, no. Put lullabies. Okay. I think that'll make your yawns fun here. So. Yeah, I, I think Nintendo's next console needs to, at the bare minimum be capable of like xbox one or ps4 level graphics i think that's reasonable i don't think yeah like it's been 10 years if you're not up to snuff on that because and maybe maybe it's just that the switch is limited by being a a mobile console actually that's exactly what it is but you know if you're gonna make a new home console in this era like i want to see the the fuzz coming off of Mario's overall fabric. All right. You can kinda sometimes. It's time to stop. Yeah, I like that's the thing is <laughs> Nintendo is. I okay. I play and this is this is gonna make me sound like an idiot probably, and I'm alright with that. I play Nintendo consoles for Nintendo games, and I play PC for everything else. Hi, you it's know me. Wow, you you know maybe maybe we're not so different, you and I. <laughs> You and me are polar opposites. One of these days, we need to sit down for a podcast and really delve deep into the colon. What? Why don't? Why aren't we the same person? Um. I see you got. Also, we haven't talked about this. You got glasses. What did? What you just happened? What? I've had glasses since I I went to Paris. Um. I, I my eyes. I know, but I haven't. My but you eyes. haven't mentioned it. They just appeared the on your cream. face, and I was like. Hmm. Um, I wait a minute. My, so my vision, I've has always been like a little bit like fuzzy at a distance, and it, I've always just thought, oh yeah, well I'm just like you know, th- that's the way it's supposed to be. And then I went and got my eyes tested for the first time in like ten years, and they were like, Ooh. hey, um, it's not that you have like necessarily bad vision in either eye. It's just your eyes really don't work well together. And the result Ooh. is that if you try and focus on anything at a distance, you're giving yourself a headache. 
do you do you frequently experience headaches and i went <laughs> everything makes sense yeah so i was like it give me the glasses and i actually i'm getting a lot less headaches now so that was kind of magical that's, that's what they do glasses are great they also shape your face a bit so i look even more fitting of a, a nerd profile now i look i look more i feel like i look more like myself with glasses i when i was younger i like i didn't get glasses until grade six so i was like what 11 but like i didn't whenever somebody doesn't have glasses and then they get them you're like you look like a fucking freak and then give it a year, and then you're like, "Whoa, you look weird without your exactly. glasses." Exactly. You know, it's just it's just like I genuinely bias. But like even with um, without masks and everything, like I've had my glasses off and waved at people, and they didn't recognize me. It's and it's like it's, every other part of me is extremely recognizable. I feel like, and I feel like the glasses are not the defining thing that you see. It's just the Dunning Kruger graph. I get Superman, though. It's just a Myers-Briggs test. Okay, I get Superman as Are well. Are you an INFT? I'm... I'm a... I'm a... <laughs> I am an ICBM. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> that was... That's not a helicopter joke. Actually, I'm, I'm an ICUP. What about you? <sighs> Have you actually ever done one of those? Because I did one, and then I was like, Hell yeah. I, I think I got into it for a very brief period. I think of time, me too. But only because yeah, I tried it like like once, and I was like, oh, that's interesting. And then I was like, I'm actually not gonna let this define me very much because it's not very interesting. It's very it's very easy. It's it's astrology, but a different kind. But it's 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 astrology that tries to be more scientific. But at the end of the day, isn't it's it, still isn't astrology. Isn't it quite outdated as well? Oh, it's it's not even dated. It's it's just straight up it's not like true. None of it is. It's very pseudoscience, okay. but when I took the test, it said I was the rarest type, so I was like, well, this must be true, because I'm very special. I'm a very special boy, and only only people who get it, get Bro, it. They you called know what you I mean? A, they called you a Kappa male, ultra-rare variant. Honestly, when are we going to get to Omega males? Because that's, I feel like, what... I think we need to eat more fish think, if we want that. Yeah, I used to eat those Omega tablets and uh, for health reasons, and I didn't... I'm glad I don't have to anymore. You ever considered being Episcopalian or a pes- pescatarian? <laughs> what did you call me? <laughs> I love a fish as much as the next guy, but I think I'll pass. I still wanted to mention Half-Life because this is something that I, I, I touched on briefly, but it really made an impression on me. Sure. Um, my name is Freeman, for anybody who hasn't picked up on that yet, you fucking idiots. Um, stop sending me pictures of guns, Matt. I don't want to see them. Um, and the protagonist in... Stop. Do you just have those, like, loaded up? Do you have a P- Do you have a folder in your, on oh, your computer? Oh, locked and loaded, guns? baby. Gross. I don't, actually. I'm just anyway, pulling off Google Images. Gordon, Gordon Freeman is a great protagonist but what sucks is people refer to him not as gordon but as freeman and as someone who has that name it's real upsetting when they're talking about you and you hear your name freeman you fool man i don't know if yeah i don't know if you've ever seen i don't matt i don't know if there's any games that use matt in like 
as the main protagonist in the game with voice acting. But I definitely didn't love seeing graffiti on the wall saying, You're dead, Freeman. It's spelled Y-O-R-E. I prefer RE4, I think. <sighs> you know, actually, but, that's another then, thing that Half-Life 2 addresses. They call you Gordon in that one. <laughs> good. I appreciate it. Because the thing I hated most was the fucking final boss creepy alien thing. And it was like, I don't need this. It's <laughs> it's midnight, and I'm playing this, and I don't need this right now. I don't right need low-poly Lovecraftian horrors yelling my name. Why the, f why the fuck does Nihilanth know my name? The Nihilanth knows your name because it uh, you're part of like a, a prophecy of, of the Vortigaunts, of the Vortessence. And uh, you, and if you didn't notice, the Nihilinth has that uh, that like third arm on his chest, like the. Uh, I did when I was shooting him in the head. I was like, "Hmm, wait a like minute." Like the small zappy alien. He's got the grabby hand. Yeah, the zap. The, these like the zap guys uh, that are called the Vortigaunts, and they appear in the second game, and you learn that they didn't actually want to kill you. They were slaves that were told to kill you. Um, Could have fooled me. And in the second game, they're very nice, and they talk to you, and they go, Freeman, we Hell want yeah. to okay. see you again. We love you, Freeman. I appreciate that. I did notice towards like the end of the game especially, or maybe it's just my imagination, but they kind of like would run away from me more often. Like They would shoot lightning at me, and then they would run. And they would hide behind stuff, and it's like, oh, yes. I, I kind of don't want to. I, I kind of don't want to kill them because they're they're kind of cute. Were you shooting them in the factory? I mean, like when I had to, yeah. But I tried. Okay, not I was gonna to, say they like, don't. They they do. They do not aggro on sight in the factory. You can, yeah, but you can't really dodge them. They kind of block your way, and then you kind of just they lightning kill you and in hard mode their lightning kills you in two hits no matter how much health you have and that's not fun the right bastards yeah and i mean if you just hey listen i don't get hit by them because i know how to do the funny movement stuff but but if you're if you're a regular player and you're not like near a surface or like something you can hide behind they can hit you no matter all what. i'm gonna say and is that's Play Half-Life 2 okay. on normal, please. You will have a but better how many, time. How many, how many modes are there? Is there a super no, hard no, mode? No, there's easy, medium, and hard. Okay, I'm going to play it on hard. Can you save anywhere still? Yeah, yeah, you can save anywhere. It's a very legacy system. It was still 2004, okay, I'm, but... I'm gonna say I'm gonna play on. Hard. I think you'll be astonished by the visuals in that game for 2004. I still am. Is it? I've seen I've seen like uh, clips. Like I, I'm aware of the game, yeah. but I'm like obviously it it feels different when you're playing it yourself. Mm. So I am excited about that, but I don't like. Okay, now I'm gonna move on to a different topic completely because I uh, feel like it. When I posted my, um, what do you call it? My class list. Yeah. And you reviewed all of them on the spot out of 10. Yeah. And that was the most upsetting thing I've ever seen. Oh, I was, I was you. totally trolling you. I haven't played like half of them. It felt that way. But <laughs> then I, 
I was trying to remember because I was like, there was one that you did that was like three out of ten, and I played it, and I was like, whoa. What are you talking about? Which one did I give a three? I don't remember. I just I was throwing like random numbers out for most of them. Oh, you didn't specify. I just assumed you did them in order of when I announced oh, them. Okay. So I actually have no idea if <laughs> you had any desire. Let me actually. Let me. Can you post the list again? Uh, oh, absolutely. I, um, also, you're back in both of my ears, and I don't know why. Maybe you just bumped I'm the glad. cable a funny way. I probably did. Yeah, just post um, the post the list in our uh, our chat here so that um, just ignore the guns. I always do. I um, love this boss twelve man, it looks so it looks so sci-fi. What? What? You said I love the spust. The spas twelve. That's the name of that shotgun. Okay. I didn't hear you. Oh, I leaned. I, I leaned on away. It. I just didn't, didn't listen. I, I to leaned you. away from the microphone. That's my bad. All right, Tazon Day. Chocolate brain. Hey, man, that's racist. You can't say that. Um, I mean, it's probably Octodad, but or the um, Beginner's Guide. The Beginner's Guide is pretty uh, ish. Well, well, let's see where. Um, I was in. That's okay. See, that's the thing. I I have to disagree with you hard. You said fifty percent of these are goofy meme games that streamers played for goofs, and then everyone forgot about. And I think that's really mean. Getting over it, Octodad, maybe the Stanley Parable. Okay, yeah, that was a bit harsh, but I, I stand by that for getting over it and Octodad. I okay. I would argue, as someone who has now played all the way through Octodad and did uh. I, I basically just rambled about it in class where nobody else talked and I just kind of started saying things and I fell into Octodad as a really good example of um, subverting expectations of uh, fatherhood and, and um, masculinity um, within like nuclear family suburban homes and the game is actually really really good at presenting Octodad as a um, non-normative father figure while also still being uh, extremely um, like uh, rela like relatable as a father figure is it like meta commentary um, of how like you're struggling to maintain control of your life I think it's accidental I think it's I think the the, the, the developers were just trying to be silly but in doing so it's like how you can't really um, it, it's like you can't write a fantasy story without paying homage to Tolkien in some way, and if you are, you're actively avoiding him. Right. Like, any fantasy thing is is based on your knowledge of general fantasy, which was shaped by yeah. him. It's the same with this, where it's like, you can't subvert expectations of, like, 1950s suburbia without knowing what the tropes are. Mm. So you're either going to hit them on the head, or you're going to actively flip them on their heads. So, I've I've said this so many times at this point, but I love talking about it because people like to sleep on Octodad. But the entire uh, game is like a microcosm of like fatherhood. Um, but specifically the aquarium section. Matt, have you played this no, game? No, I haven't. Like, okay, do you know pieces? Yes. So if I say the aquarium level, mm. you know what I'm no, talking about. <laughs> okay. 
So you go to the aquarium with your family and obviously you're an octopus, so you're not exactly thrilled about it and it's a silly moment. But then all your family members go off in different directions mm -hmm. and you have to follow them and you can do them in whatever order you want. And each, um, each relationship with uh, each individual, your daughter, your son, and your wife is a different um, like uh, examination of fatherhood. So with the daughter, you see uh, it like a deep sea display uh, and it's dark. And so you have to light up the room with like a shake light uh, to keep her from being scared. So that presents the father as the protector um, of, of their children. Um, and towards the end, uh, it subverts it by uh, a marine biologist is there. And if you've played the game, you know that marine biologists can tell you're an octopus right away. So you have to completely avoid them. They, they can't look at you once. Mm. So she knows you're afraid of them. So she grabs the shake light and distracts the marine biologist because she knows you're afraid. So it flips uh, the, uh, the tropes on their head with the uh, father as protector and now the daughter as protector. Simultaneously, as the, um, you're helping the son, the son is very stereotypical with um, sort of uh, like... 1950s like suburbia like what you would expect like he's very um active he's very sports oriented he doesn't care much for learning and you go into the learning center with him in this aquarium and he doesn't care to learn and you as the father engage with him and make it playful and fun so that he is more willing to learn and at the end he says thank you for you know t helping me learn something you made it fun um, and then it culminates with the, the wife, which I did last, you don't have to, um, in which she tries to explain how the father is very distant towards her. Uh, he doesn't really talk to her. He, he to her. And she has a hard time uh, hearing him. Like, she can understand him, apparently, but she doesn't feel like he's, he's being honest with her, speaking to her. And so in that section, you go to the arcade and you win her a bunch of stuffed toys and throw them in her face as she's trying to tell you about all the issues she's been having. And then the aquarium breaks and you have to plug the holes with the stuffed toys, a.k.a. like blocking out the emotional damage with superficial things. Mm. And at the end of the game, when you are outed as an octopus your family accepts you anyway and it's a really sweet ending but the whole the whole game that's just like a very brief example of things the game does but it's it's very if it's not intentional it's very very well done in how it presents um fatherhood what is expected of you and how subverting it doesn't necessarily make you a bad father or a bad father figure mm. um because as an as an octopus already he's um, a couple steps behind, but it shows that you don't have to be, you know, the the barbecuing, uh, sports loving, beer gut having father to be a good father figure. And I think the game does a really good job of presenting that without shoving it in your face. That was a lot about Octodad. I feel I owe it another chance. See, that's what I'm saying. Every game, my opinion, every video game has a story to tell whether or not it's a story-based game or not, and you just have to dig into it. Every game has something to offer, and I'm, I want to find it because I feel like most um, reviewers and most like people who talk about games on the internet, they go very, it's not surface level, but they talk mechanic mm -hmm. stuff, 
And I find it's very rare to find people who talk um, about video games like how people talk about movies, like talking about story elements and how something makes them what's feel. So, what's something really significant something, how, here? Yeah, what does this represent? What does this mean? Like, people will look at, you know, I don't know, like a, like, what's a, what's an artsy film that people like a lot? Uh, let's go with 2001 A Space Odyssey. That's a great one. There's so much you can dig into with 2001 A Space Odyssey in terms of, like, theming and story and technology right. and all of the things. And it's like, okay, The Legend of Zelda The Wind Waker. What does that game have to say? And most people would be like, oh, it's a silly fantasy story. Mm-hmm. It has nothing to say. Wind Waker has so much amazing content to say. It has so much to say about nostalgia and the past and what it means to move on. And a lot of people will miss that. And I would, I wish more people talked I'm about excited it. to get around to that one. But if I may um, be a, 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 a proponent of this analyzing things that perhaps don't get analyzed as much my game of the year as of right now is pizza tower and that's not just because like you said it's mechanically the mechanics of it are very enjoyable to me and Mm. it's you know the, the 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 art style and animation and sound all come together to make a very unique aesthetic that while it uh I think it uses Wario, uh, Wario Land games as a springboard to do its own thing. That's even from what I've seen, very it, much. So. It's very much Wario Land Force, right? But it's 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 for people so, who are in the know. even the, even compared to the Wario Land stuff, it's so excessive and ridiculous, and the the squash it stretch on like, the animation is exaggerated tenfold. You know, it looks like they've dialed up to it. But 11. then, as a tangent. I can't. I really hope they do another Wario Land game soon because with like graphics now, they could do some. Wario is where they get real silly. I wish. I like. I really hope they do another Wario Land game that's just fucking bonkers. I think like like a Pizza they Tower. They need like, to talk Pizza Tower now. Like that's that's the yeah, standard. Absolutely. Man. And but I think Pizza Tower has something that Wario Land. Well, I mean, I'd, I'd be hard-pressed to find how they'd do it, but what I think works about Pizza Tower is that you play as the owner of a small business who is being threatened by a large-scale corporation. Now, obviously, this is done in a very ridiculous, cartoonish way where the, the big corporation is just going to blow up your, your establishment with a death laser, but the commentary still yeah. f- flies there because, yeah, that's what happens. Big corporations step on little ones to and try and take all the chips for themselves. And it feels like they just destroyed you with a space laser. And then, on top of that, the gameplay of Pizza Tower, while the primary objective is just to make it to the end of the level, the secondary objective is to do it in the in a, a, a good amount of time, but because that's the secondary objective and completing the first one without adding that to it doesn't feel very good, completing the levels mm. in a good amount of time becomes the primary objective, which... Right. makes sense for somebody that works a fast food delivery restaurant and see and that's what it's all about that's marrying narrative with gameplay and that's what video games are all about baby right and that's that, i think that's why it's my game of the year right now because i it's not just that mechanically great very replayable lots of fun good soundtrack but then it has that extra layer of you put some thought into this, you know? There's a reason that I'm a pizza yeah. guy in this. 
It's not just because yeah. pizza is silly and goofy and it ties into that aesthetic where it's like stinky, cheesy grossness. Yeah, that's genuinely what, what you're talking about. That is what bumps most games for me from a 9 to a 10 is that little bit of like context, that little bit of, of narrative drive, that thing that's like, Oh, this isn't just a game because it's fun. It's a game because it's 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 got the little spice. That's it's got something. The to spice say. is love, man. Yeah, man. I love video games. I like video games too. Sometimes I love them. I uh... I love all <laughs> video games. You know what? Hashtag all video games matter. I don't know if I can say I love all video games. Let me pull up my <laughs> my Glitchwave profile to talk about bad video games very briefly before we call it uh, an episode. I love here. how we both have uh, video game tracking websites and we don't use the same one, so we'll never be on the same page. Speaking about being Literally. on the same page, you have fully frozen. I do not know if you can hear me, but you are... Hi fucking gone on my end you are back on my end hi where'd you go i, I have in i have internet oh that's good i wasn't sure <laughs> i love the gradient on your wall you're at like 280 240p right now so am i okay now can you hear Great. me at least you're a little desynced but Oh my goodness. Yeah. You're doing it's great, a bad baby. Day to be it's mad. fine. Dude, it's a bad day to be me too. I think it's just a bad day. Um, I don't actually have any games that I think I would consider a like an actual zero out of ten. Which is interesting to me. I don't think the z a zero out of ten exists. I think a one out of ten exists. I don't think I zero don't have out, any of one out of ten is either. I, I definitely I have, have a 1 the, out of 10. Let's see. The lowest I have is 2 I out of 10. I have 1 1 out of 10. Uh -huh. <laughs> Do you know what it is? It's literally, it's just a, it's, um, oh, it, it's like a, um, a spite 1 out of 10, which also, so the, the website that I'm using, Backlogged, uh, which check it out if you like backlogging games, it's very fun. Um, it uses a star system out of 5, so, like, my 1 is half a, half of 1 star. Um, the one out of ten is is a video game called Take Thy Throne. Ever heard I feel of like it? You've brought this up before. I probably have, but I'm gonna say it again because it's really upset me. It's a video game that is like I don't even remember what it's about, but it's like it's an online game, so you have to have people to play it with. But it didn't take off, so you can't really play it. Any like it's just not playable anymore because nobody's playing it. It came out in 2016. And it was like a tower defense, like 2D fighting, like adventure game, whatever. Mm -hmm. And I asked for a refund because Steam did that thing where they're like, if you've only played like X amount of hours or owned it for X amount of time, you can get it back. And then they didn't give me a refund <laughs> and I can't play it. So now it's just sitting in my Steam library and it'll never be played again. And I'll never be able to play it even if I wanted to. And the little bit I did play, I didn't like. So it's a one. That's fantastic. I have I have uh, four games. Nothing against the people who do like a, it, but you know. Yeah, I no, I get it. It's just like this is uh, this is for for fucking me. Yeah. See, like all my all my low ratings are like like 
fucking mobile games, you know? My yeah, Whereas I it's have, like, oh, you didn't try very hard, I did have, you? Um, I have four games in my two out of ten category. Hit hit me with your bad. Uh, Adventure Capitalist, which is a, a mobile clicker game that was ported to PC. Ooh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. That's yeah. Um, that shit is that shit Fuck is that garbage. Game. I don't blame you for um, that one. Half Life Deathmatch Source. That sounds fun. I think I own yeah, that one. If you have the Valve have... Complete Pack, you own this game. It is, uh, it is just. I think, I think I'll play that. It's just Half Life, but in a, a, a deathmatch setting. But it's specifically the Half Life Source uh, version of the game, which runs worse, feels worse, uh, and is just, 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 just fucking terrible. Because the. Is this Half-Life 2 Deathmatch or Half-Life Half-Life Deathmatch Source. Deathmatch. Oh, Deathmatch. Deathmatch Source. I see. Okay. It's awful. Um, it's loud. It's obnoxious. The guns. Good the Half-Life weapons were not meant for multiplayer combat. They were meant for a single-player environment, and it's very obvious within the first few minutes that that is the case. Yeah, just thinking about it, they don't feel like they would. Um just off of memory no more room in hell is a free source engine zombie game uh made by a like modding community uh all the love and power to you but i don't like your game yeah that happens anyway i think the last one on here is orion prelude which is uh that sounds familiar. Dinosaur shooting game that I got for 79 cents on a Steam sale in 2013. Ooh. Um, a bad, bad, not good. Well, that's the thing, too, is, like, the, I, I feel like the amount of bad games that I play is very rare because you can tell a bad game from a mile away. It's just, like, there are games that are simple, and I don't think simple is bad, but just, like, games where you could clearly tell like any like fucking um tie-in video game for movies and stuff is they're usually not gonna be great and like sh any any shovelware stuff where it's just like does this even count what are we talking about i feel here? like we have like to i know i it, just man, because like i know i just said i think every game has something to offer but like some games what they have to offer is nothing it's like it's so it, you know yeah, what no, i it's mean like it's little there's a little bit of water like this little like tiny little swish in the bottom of my cup and they're calling that substance i've never been like oh man i gotta play iron man 2 based on the film iron man 2 i'm just itching Shout to out play the it. b movie game you know uh, for the wii that was like GTA, but for bees. That honestly, I can't imagine a, a another way they could have done that. You know, it really is the only thing that makes sense. Um, one thing, how how are we doing for time? Because I have an idea for a thing, but it might be too big. We might have to talk about it next time, time on Exit Tainers. Or oh shit. <laughs> <laughs>